What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the best advice ever podcast. Yeah, with your boy, me, comedian Mike Goodwin, the bowtie comedian. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This episode, we'll be talking about a number of things, but as you know, we always start each and every episode with On the Road. This past week, I wasn't on the road performing. I was on the road growing. I have the wonderful, excellent, tremendous honor of being a part of a business mastermind. It's called uh, Traffic Sales and Profit TSP, which we we call it in the community, led by Lamar and Ronnie Tyler. And and I've been a part of this mastermind for, I guess, officially for four years, but I've been closely associated with my wife for the last six years. And, and basically, this mastermind is a, a group of entrepreneurs, majority of of the entrepreneurs, African-American entrepreneurs with six, seven, and eight-figure businesses. And basically what we do, uh, we serve together in a community to grow and scale our business. We are individuals that are interested in increasing traffic, increasing sales that will ultimately increase profit. Also, a big portion of the ethos of this community as it relates to African-Americans specifically, you know, because folks will often have questions of why there needs to be um, a mastermind that primarily is full of African-American entrepreneurs and business leaders. And this is the reason that this community was created. And it also was the reason that it resonated with me. One of the biggest mantras, slogans that is used in the community are we are the ones we've been waiting for. Oftentimes, especially in African-American communities, there has been conversation around government programs and loans and grants and reparations and a variety of programs and initiatives to help bring up the black community. And and all of those are, are great. The issue with that, especially as it relates to me, I'm not going to wait around for anyone to improve my lot in life. I've been given the ability to learn and grow, to prosper. I serve a God that is a God of no respect or of persons that wants me to live a life that is exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think. And so in that spirit, this community basically is saying, 
you are the ones that we have been waiting for. We don't need any government handouts. We don't need a program. What we need is information and knowledge and resources that will allow us to grow and scale our businesses. We can hire the folks in our community. If you look at businesses, especially small businesses that start, they often start and the people that work for them are the folks that are either family members or people that are in their respected area. And, and oftentimes it's people that look like them. If you if you roll back all the statistics of African-American wealth gap, it's, it's staggering. And it's absolutely abysmal, deplorable. And so what are we going to do? We're going to sit around and point fingers and say, woe is me, what's wrong with all these things, and somebody needs to do something. Or we're going to pull up our sleeves, roll up our sleeves, and get in there and do the work. And that's what I'm going to do, get in there and do work. It kind of got kind of heavy, kind of fast. But that this community is not that. This community is a community of love and support. It's absolutely amazing, absolutely incredible, phenomenal speakers. I'll talk about a few of those in a moment and throughout the course of the podcast. But we get together. We, we just cl- completed Game Plan, which is in, Ju- in January. And then in six months, we will return to Atlanta for TSP Live. And then along the way, every three months, they are mastermind-specific trainings that we return. So it's probably been one of the best decisions I've made in my entrepreneurial life. Being around literal millionaires, in my mind, if I had been around a millionaire before, it was very fleeting. I didn't have any any one-on-one access and relationships with millionaires, but now I do, and this community is a community that is supportive. It celebrates and it walks alongside each and every individual organization, business, to help them grow and scale. And so I I man, I, I just can't say enough good things about this organization. And I had the distinct pleasure this past weekend to watch my daughter present in front of a room of a thousand entrepreneurs. And she knocked it out the park. I mean, it was incredible. It she did an outstanding job. My my daughter has been speaking for quite some time, but to speak in a venue in a size audience of this magnitude really changes the game. And and and, and as it relates to her speaking development and her uh, grooming, me grooming her, I've been I've been grooming but it's been very it's been very 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 uh jv it's very junior varsity now we're about to ratchet it up to at least graduate level studies like that's how we roll we roll from jv to grad school because i saw what i needed to see as it relates to her presentation and her speaking ability 
And as a parent, you know, most folks were saying and asking me, how did I feel as a, as a father, as a dad? And I felt very proud. It was very humbling to see my, my daughter be so poised, be so comfortable in her presentation and, and so knowledgeable about the things she spoke about. But more than anything, I was still a coach. I was still watching and identifying areas that we can improve upon. So I definitely had a different perspective than her mother, who probably was unable to even sit still. She was at her wit's end. But I enjoyed what my daughter was doing. She was probably one of the better speakers as it relates to her presentation of, of the weekend. and. I'm excited because that was her first time in that environment. So the runway to her success is about to be incredible. The the type of communicator she'll be in three years will be staggering. <laughs> it will be it will be watching. Poetry in motion. So, so we're saying so again. And the interesting part about game plan, as I look back from 2023 to 2022, I had a different experience. Last year, game plan, I came back inspired, motivated. I had clarity. I was about to dig into my business and make some serious, serious ground. And then what happened, I received a call from someone that presented me with a, what at the, I, at the time that I considered a pretty significant experience. I was asked to be a writer on the Nick Cannon show. Nick Cannon had a morning show that came on Monday through Friday on Fox. And so I accepted this virtual writing opportunity and it it basically <laughs> took me places and interrupted the plans and goals that I had for myself. So I really felt a little hijacked by this opportunity. So this year I sit in a different position. I had not inspired and motivated I'm, I'm internally those things, but I don't have this this level of uh, let's go get it. I'm I'm you know, and I I mentioned this before. 2023 is about getting back to the basics. It's the year of the resurgence for me, so I'm going to go back to the drawing board and the ABCs that were the stepping stones or building blocks that fundamentally built what I've built to this point. We're going to go back and we're going to do two a days and we're going to, we're going to reinvigorate the passion and the mission and put some more intentional effort on highlighting what's unique about me and my brand. So I'll talk more about that in the days to come, but that, Basically was what happened. My daughter presented on a, a topic. Her topic was six figures by the sixth grade. And she did an outstanding job. And I'm 
excited for her future. I, I served as a, a student ambassador, a summer ambassador at my my college, and that particular that particular year, the theme for students was "My future is so bright." Got to wear shades, and my my daughter's future is, is so 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 bright. We knew that already, and this just further confirmed. Now, speaking of being bright. This podcast is bright. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy speaking and talking to you. And so today I'm going to do what I came to do. And it's to share with you the best advice ever. And today's best advice ever is very simple. And it's something I've struggled with and still continue to struggle with. It's simply stop comparing yourself to others. There's an expression that comparison is the thief of joy. Stop it. If you do it, stop it. Halt. Cease and desist. And it's difficult. I know it's difficult. And I struggle with comparing myself, especially as a comedian, I'm looking at other comics and what they've accomplished and their social media numbers and the gigs and opportunities that they receive. And it's futile. It's unproductive. And I've even developed a a very, very bad habit and this is something that it followed me from my childhood. And it's basically, so when you compare yourself, you're also judging. So you're also judging. And the habit that I created was looking for flaws in others before they could find flaws in me. You know, I grew up in the 90s, in the 80s and 90s, and people came for you. It's a very different day-to-day. Folks willingly came. You didn't even have to ask them to come for you. They would come for you. And the weakest out of the pack, they would zero in on you. And so here I am, pretty pretty weak. I was a, a, very, a very, very, not frail, but I was very slender, small guy, big glasses, peasy head, dark skinned. Like there was so many indicators that signal the sharks to come and get at your boy. And so what I developed as a defense mechanism is I would try to take the attention off of me by clowning other folks. So before folks could come and talk about how thick my glasses were, how peanut peanut of a shape my head was, how cheap my shoes and clothes were, I was like already taking aim at other individuals that had done absolutely nothing to me. It was a survival technique that if I talk about this one and I talk about that one, I talk about this one, it'll keep people preoccupied and they won't critique me. 
And that was a bad habit. Bad habit. It's like very toxic way to navigate life. Always having some funny thing to say about people. It's always needing to crack a joke. And so I've had to really acknowledge that and become self-aware that, hey, man, that's not serving me well. I don't want to come for people. I don't want to crack and roast folks just off the sheer ability to do it. But I was so fearful, so afraid that somebody was going to try to come and get me. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Like, I'm going to get you before you get me. I had the fastest draw in the West. Bam! Call me Doc Holiday, baby. I was, I'll be Huckleberry. I was not going to sit around and wait for you to come for me because I knew people were coming for me. So as it relates to the best advice ever, man, start comparing yourself. You don't have all the information to even do it. And we've been really conditioned to just compare ourselves. In school, we had class rank. You heard phrases like keeping up with the Joneses. And the die was cast, man. As soon as you showed up on the scene, you're looking around. I played basketball quite a bit. So you're looking at your opponent, okay? This guy can't guard me. He's too small. He's too slow. He's not as good a player as me. I'm going to get picked before this person. It's, it's like an ongoing competition. And what I would suggest is that you stop comparing yourself to others and compare yourself to yourself. Evaluate the road that you've been on. Look at your individual development. Look at the things that you have accomplished, the flight of stairs that you have climbed. Sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. That was a gospel song back in the day. Mind your business. I come from the era of mind your business, but I do come from the era of shoot them before they shoot you. And that just doesn't serve you well as you age and mature. So stop comparing yourself. I see it. I see it often. I see it marriages. You'll have somebody that's been married for five years. Comparing their marriage to a marriage that's been 20 years long. Come on, man. What you're not going to do is compare yourself to other folks. You don't have all the information. You don't live with those people. You don't know all the steps that they've taken. That's why I made a note of that when uh, we were driving home yesterday. I was talking to my wife. Because my wife, my, my daughter did very well and people were very complimentary. But I told my daughter and my wife, you have to, in your presentation, talk about the moments when you were not confident. 
the moments when you were not outgoing and gregarious. You have to tell them that I was a very shy young girl that would stand in the corner and look at my feet because I didn't want to interact with the folks that were coming to buy my product. You have to communicate that because people will think you're some type of doogie hauser. You're some type of anomaly. You're different. You're from the planet Krypton. Uh, <laughs> what is Krypton? Krypton. You're a super mutant. You're some type of being that's not from here. You're not. Tell these folks you know you've 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 cultivated your gift and talent by doing rooms of fifteen people, doing rooms where there are more chairs than people, doing lives, doing pitches for money and business opportunities, all of that is cultivated your ability to get on a stage of a thousand and make it look effortless. But we got to tell them what happened before you saw me this morning. One of the the rap songs lines, you wasn't in the gym shooting these jumpers with me. One of the speakers talked about, oh, matter of fact, Matthew knows Beyonce's daddy. Talked about Kobe Bryant's philosophy of 666. Basically, after the, the, the basketball season over, it's, it's like Kobe had, was it six months? No, it wasn't six months. It was six weeks where he worked six hours a day, six days a week. So that time after the season ended to the season began, so six weeks. So he took those times. He takes six hours a day, six days a week to train. Six hours a day to hone his craft. But somebody want to compare themselves. Why I'm not getting as much playing time as this guy? Because you don't spend six hours a day, six days a week grinding for six weeks stop stop comparing run your race man put the blinders on and get it set your personal goals and again i'm not being unrealistic that you're not you're not gonna see yeah see see what other folks are doing gain some inspiration gain a sense of of a reference, but don't compare. Don't say, how did they? Why do they? Nobody's done this for me. Hey, stop comparing thyself to thyself neighbor. I think that's in the Bible somewhere. It's not. <laughs> it is, but it's not. Stop comparing yourself. So that's today's best advice ever. Also have the segment of what you're not going to do. I'll often typically look for stories, but one of the segments was so, (laughs) so impactful. I just wanted to use the what you're not going to do to talk about it. So at the conference, 
one of the speakers that graced the stage was the one and only ambassador, former ambassador, mayor of Atlanta, Andrew Young. And what you're not going to do is bring a 90-year-old person on a stage and think they're not going to be uncut raw. Because that's exactly what Andrew Jackson, what man, Andrew Jackson, Andrew Young was raw. I mean, he said some things that you would not anticipate hearing at a business conference. I got my daughter in there, and he used, it, he used all the colorful language, all Fs and MFs, all of it. I'm not even kidding. He came out of the gate. He told a story about, <laughs> I think the first question was like, what do you want to tell business owners? He told a story about these two gentlemen. They had this thriving business in Atlanta. They wanted to go international. They got connected with someone overseas. Their rep was this beautiful woman. They flew her back. He said this woman, within a month, had a Mercedes Benz. Now, these two married men. Now they wives, like, what's up? She got a Mercedes. We don't have Mercedes. They bought their wives Mercedes. Fast forward a couple of months later, them boys divorced. They divorced. Impropriety, infidelity, and what the honorable Ambassador Andrew Young said as a remember as a point of emphasis. Remember, don't stick your pen in company ink. I said, come on. Somebody, what you're not going to do is have this man <laughs> on this stage. And one of the most incredible things he talked about was how funny Dr. King was. He said Dr. King would roast everybody in the room, but he would preach their, their eulogy. And he would preach their eulogy with all the dirt that he knew about them. So at the end of every sentence, Dr. King would say whatever he would say. He was like, but Jesus, please let him in. <laughs> Yo, I need the tapes for that. I need to hear Dr. King roasting Jesse Jackson, Ralph Abernathy, Fred Shuttlesworth. I need. And what was interesting that Andrew Young said that was so profound. He said that technique alone, Dr. King roasting them and doing a eulogy, made death not look so daunting. They literally were laughing at death. Wow. So what you're not going to do is not respect the elders. And, and Andrew Young imparted such great information and insight. Next, we have the podcast word of the day. It's a word I ran across. And it's Bet Noir. Bet Noir, spelled B-E-T-E-N-O-I-R-E. I think there's a little tilde over, I think, the T or the E in bet. It's a French word. And it's basically a word that describes a, a, a person or something that you strongly dislike. You hate it. It's a Bet Noir. Something that is disgusting to you. It's just absolutely abhorrent. Gossiping. People that love to gossip. It's a bet noir to me. People that are often playing the victim. Bet noir. 
So that's the word of the podcast. And last but not least. Shout out to the guy, Neon Dion Sanders. Coach Prime from the Church of Prime. Hadn't had Church of Prime in a while, but this month's GQ episode, episode. Yeah, I guess it's, well, it's an issue. GQ issue has a, a layout. It's the it's featuring their uh, GQ style, uh, GQ sports style, style Hall of Fame, and they're honoring Allen Iverson, Derek Jeter, and Deion Sanders. So I'm gonna read the article, and I'm gonna give a report for the Church of Prime in the future. Well, thank y'all again for checking in. It's been another wonderful episode with you. If you want to contact me, if you have a question, email us at info at comedianmikegoodwin.com for any questions. If you want to submit podcast word of the day, feel free to do so. Thank y'all so much for checking in. Please share, like, rate the podcast, tell people about it, post it on your timeline, and I will ensure to continue bringing you the best advice ever. Every week, this has been another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast with your boy, Mike Goodwin. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Peace.